Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Energy Teacher, Medium, and author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which shares stories and messages from spirit that show us our challenges in a physical life are not merely economic, political, or societal, but often a deep disconnect from our inner soul wisdom. I am delighted today to welcome El Hari, author of Twin Souls Exposed, which shares a new way of understanding twin flames more productively and with greater insight. Hello, El, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within to talk about twin flames, for there are many misconceptions about that concept and soulmates, and your experience will help make it clearer. Yes, hi, Cheryl. Thank you for having me. There are many misconceptions about it, for sure. <laughs> I know. You have studied it a long time and come a, come up with a very workable way uh, to understand it and to fulfill whatever needs we have in, in regard to it. L, as listeners of Healing from Within are well aware, my sensitive and intuitive guests share intimate and insightful stories that help us realize that we are spiritual beings having a physical life which allows the soul to remember exactly who we are and why we have chosen a physical life, which actually offers us infinite opportunities to work with both our physically ego-based mind reality and our inner soul wisdom. As we master our emotions, refine our thoughts, and then realize our thoughts and actions are creating either our worst nightmares or most delightful fantasies. We are indeed the masters of our own destiny. In today's episode of Healing from Within, El Hari will share why a study of twin flames was so important to her and what she learned from her teacher, who was the world's leading expert on twin flames. El, I always love to ask my guests, to think back to their childhood and remember a person, place, or event that may have signaled to them or others the interests, work, maybe the lifestyle they would explore in their adult life. For many of us believe we are born with a life plan and destiny, and it begins to unfold from our earliest remembrances. So think back. And what kind of kid were you? (laughs) Uh, well, I was um, I was I was kind of like always drawn to and interested in things having to do with the spirit world. Um, you know, I had a, a friend of mine found in her attic when her parents moved into their new house, like when we were little down the street from me, um, a Ouija board in the attic. And then so um, she gave it to me, and like we all kept it at my house. And um, I always had tarot card decks and just was always drawn to that section of the bookstore, the occult section and stuff. And um, I'm not saying anything I do is occult, but, you know, I always kind of sensed that there was more to us than just physically, you know, yeah. what meets the eye physically. You knew. Did you feel energy around you? Yes. Yes, I did feel energy around me. So you were open um, and you were aware and uh, you were a sensitive kid. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Some yeah. people are more like that. Only, they just are. Only 20% of the population are like that. 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know. I feel it heavy, you know, especially when I would be like in crowded places and stuff. Um, You'd feel yeah, it imprinted. Yeah. You might feel a little yeah. uncomfortable. Too, right. too much mm-hmm. energy around you. Okay. Very interesting. All right. Let's go on to first. Let's get a clearer understanding of what twin flames really are. You say twin flames are not soulmates. What are they and how common are they in this physical life? Yeah, great question. So, first of all, the twin flame is, twin flames are two bodies that share the same soul. Or to put it another way, one soul and two bodies. And they're very common because everyone has and is a twin flame. It's how we're all created. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when our soul, and to understand this, we have to first understand that we are a soul, right? We're not our bodies, we're not our minds, we are a soul. And our soul is energy. In fact, it's the most powerful energy in the universe. But our soul energy originates in the fifth dimension. The physical world that we live in is the third dimension. The energetic paradigm of the third dimension is different from that of the fifth dimension. And so when our soul incarnates here, it needs to assimilate into the same energetic paradigm of the third dimension. Um, and that energetic paradigm is one of opposites and dualities. You know, we have hot and cold, in and out, light and dark, good and bad. You know, everything has an opposite here in, in the physical 3D world. In yes. 5D, it's not like that. 5D, everything just is. So in order for our soul to to be born here, to incarnate here when we're born, it needs to assimilate into um, into into that, that energetic paradigm of opposites and duality. So in so doing, it has to make two opposites of itself. And in energetic terms, opposites are called polarities. So there's, there's one polarity in one twin flame's body and the other polarity of the soul in the other twin flame's body. And that's how we're created. So it so splits. So the soul splits in two: one part going into one body, and the other part in another. It could be well, in, in people. One soul could come in here into a person in the United States. The other part of that soul could go into a person in Japan. You know, yeah, it, uh, exactly. they could be separate, really separate. Uh, but somehow well, within us now, at this time, many people have the desire to want to find that other part of themselves right so therefore everyone is a soulmate everyone we meet and engage with is a soulmate but there's only one twin flame correct there's only one twin flame however i do want to clarify something the soul doesn't completely split you're never really separate from you know the soul is energy it can't split you know you can't separate from yourself the soul can't separate from itself it's just that the part of the soul is like everywhere all at once, right? It's omnipresent. Yes. It's trans-dimensional. It's, it's everywhere. Mm, that, so, that's very true. Yeah. It could be yeah. in the past, present, future. A part of us yeah. could even be watching this, what we're talking about now from above and be there. Our energy is that expansive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so it's just like a little part of our soul that dips down or is in the third dimension or in this lifetime right now, right? Right. Um, you know, it's everywhere. So, um, and so it doesn't really split. It just is like, it's like a shared energetic field that connects the two physical bodies. So they're not really split. They're just two bodies in the same energetic field, but that energetic field is so, it can be anywhere at once, right? So it can be in Japan and in the U.S. at the same time. Right. Okay. I wanted to make that clear for people. And you, yeah. gave, you gave a quote that was very nice. Rumi wrote, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. So in relation, you know, many people want to talk about finding love and drawing it to themselves. 
but they really need to know themselves, their own self, their own soul, and get rid of the restrictions and the barriers that block that. And they don't think, in, often don't think in terms of that, but in seeking or wanting to know your twin flame, you really need to do that work. So let's go on to tell how you became interested to learn more about twin flames and how you found a teacher who could help you. Okay, so what happened was I, I unbeknownst, unintentionally, because it never happens intentionally, um, went on my twin flame journey. So what that means is that, um, so, you know, you have the two twin flames, um, and most everyone has crossed paths with their twin flame in every lifetime. So you know who your twin flame is. And, you know, billions of people out there are married to their twin flames. They grew up next door to their twin flames. They work with their twin flames. And that's fine and good and great. And they don't even know their twin flames. They don't have to know that. You know, because the only reason we even need to label it is just to explain this journey that happens. So at some point in time, when the soul determines it's ready and there's no way you can make it happen, there's no way you can will it to happen, there's no way you even feel it happen. It's, it's on the deepest subconscious soul level. But at some point in moment in time, the soul can recognize itself within the physical body of the other twin flame. And at that moment, um, those two polarities I told you about, they become activated. Up until this point, they're dormant. So when you meet your twin flame, it's like just like any other any other soulmate, right? Any other person. Yeah. But um, but they become dormant. They become activated um, at soul recognition. It's called when the soul recognizes itself within the other physical body of the twin flame. And when they become activated, they um, they build up. And so this build-up period, it feels just like such, like you're, the twin flames are drawn together physically like magnets. And, you know, they feel like they've known each other forever. They complete each other's sentences. They have all this synergy going on, right? Um, but eventually it reaches this tipping point where then um, the, the two polarities start to manifest physically. And then how they manifest physically is in a push and a pull. So one twin flame has push energy, and their energy is pushing onto the pull twin flame, where the pull twin flame's energy is pulling away from the push twin flame. So physically, it makes it look like they can't physically be together for any sustained amount of time. And it looks like the pull twin flame ghosted or, or, you know, just broke up with and left uh, the push twin flame. So the push twin flame is left there, like feeling like their whole soul's been ripped from their body. They're, They're devastated, usually in anguish and despair. This, 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 um, the fear, the, yeah, the energy is fear based. You say Sorry. often these relationships when the two flame souls come together don't last long. Yours was only for six weeks and, mm-hmm. and then, mm-hmm. then did you start to work with the teacher or were you already working with the teacher? And what was her no, name, I, by the way? Yeah, her name was Leora. And she, I was not working with her yet. In fact, for six months, I wallowed in misery, wondering what happened, what was going on. Um, I have, you know, this, this, the push energy controls your mind because it's, it's fear-based energy and fear-based right. fear controls the mind. And so it, it, it causes your mind to only focus on that twin flame who left you. Like you can't like move on, get over it like other relationships, right? You just can't. And it, it, this heartbreak, it feels awful. There's also something called core wound pain which is either a physical pain, either in your heart, your solar plexus, or your sacral chakra. And it feels like, it can feel like you've been completely disemboweled there. I mean, it can go anywhere from like a fluttering, quenching type feeling all the way to feeling like you've been disemboweled anywhere in between. Mine was like on the highest, most awful Mm. end of the spectrum. But anyway, so for six months, I didn't know what to do. I consulted like 13 different psychic spiritual advisors, a voodoo mambo, spellcaster. I tried to get the cord cut. I tried to do everything and it doesn't work. 
Um, and then I finally, on some, the last psychic I talked to you on a call-in psychic line, um, mentioned Twin Flames to me. This is back in 2013 when, you know, Twin Flames wasn't like even known in, in spiritual circles that much yet. So, um, I went on Google, I Googled it, two things came up and the first one was Leora in Australia. So I went onto her website and I, I booked sessions with her right then and there and within two weeks after six months of not being able to even function in two weeks I was functioning again I was feeling happy um in 90 days my my twin flame who you know totally blocked me and everything came back in um you know so it and then I worked with her for two years um every day every single day for two years I continued to work with her just to learn more about the ascension process because the twin flame journey is a part of the ascension process and so just to learn more about that and everything and then she passed on and then um, that's when, uh, you know, a year after that, her her teachers her teachings had no longer been available. Her website was taken down, and then so um, I wrote Twin Flames Exposed, and I that's that's how that but happened. But <laughs> by that time, you had learned enough to be able to discuss it intelligently, and since it is a pretty new concept, you say that now uh, we're ready at this time for many people to begin to be aware. That they oh, yeah. have, they have uh, a twin flame, uh, and uh, they do seek it because it's something like knowing yourself. Because this is the mm-hmm. soul, your soul, and it's the other soul is the same soul. We're all right. really connected to the same soul. But you do discuss right. something about bodies of light, ovoids, which oh, yeah, yeah. And have emerged, and and uh, although. These ovoids descend from the same source. They all have their own unique signature vibration, which that they share with no other ovoid. But the twin flames share the same vibration. Right, with, with only each other, no one and nothing else in the entire history of the cosmos. So the twin flame is you, on on the soul level, and so that's why they say the twin flame journey is a journey of of self love. Because yes. mm-hmm. in order to, your twin flame shows you parts of yourself that you then need to, to accept. And you do that by alchemizing the fear-based energy that, that you know, appears for you about yourself um, in the course of this journey. So it's, more, it's, it's about so much more than just being physically with your twin flame or anything like that. It's not about a romantic love story. Um, it, that can be the catalyst, a romantic relationship, for sure. And, and of course, you can have one um, once you have the, the energies, you know, neutralized, the polarities neutralized. But that's not what it's about. You know, the soul, it's, it's much, you know, broader, um, more significant reason for this journey. And that is to get to know and love yourself on the deepest level possible, which is the level of the soul. That's what this whole life is about, whether you, mean, know, whether yeah. you do it with your, you know, your twin flame or you do it with a soulmate or you do it alone. It is right. for us to remember that we are united in energy and the oneness of being and creation. And once you know that, you feel a state of peace and acceptance and reject all these dividing uh, negativities that come from thinking you're alone in the world. You know you're not alone in the world when you get to this point. But there are some limiting beliefs surrounding twin flames the first one is of course not everyone or only certain people have a twin flame tell us about that we just discussed that yeah 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 because it's how we're all created everyone has it as a twin flame okay um yeah 
It's just like most people haven't been on the journey yet. They haven't yet. They're still having a head full recognition. So that's why it doesn't even matter. I mean, like I said, people could be married to their twin flame right now, live next door to their twin flame. And not know it. Don't know. They're not up right. to a level of consciousness where they can uh, feel it. You see, I think it's in the feeling that you really get to know that that is your beloved because the beloved is you. <laughs> in mm-hmm. essence, that exactly. is part of the ascent, yeah. part of the ascension <laughs> process. Yes. Now, the yeah, other, exactly right. the, the next limiting belief was twin flames and soulmates are different words for the same thing. Tell us. Right. That's not so. Well, and like you, you, you t- no, right. And you, and you touched on that earlier, you know, how the twin flame is one soul, two bodies. Soulmates right. are just like the word implies, a mate of your soul. So it's another person's soul and your soul is a soulmate. And if any living thing has a soul, so a soulmate can be any, it could be like a lover, like most people think of it as being, but yeah. also our family members, our friends, our coworkers, even our pets and animals are soulmates. Yes. And another limiting belief was, you will know without a doubt when you meet your twin flame. Now, right. you might have a strong immediate connection, mm-hmm. a sense of knowing like you are home. However, this love at first sight isn't true for the majority of people. So that's a limiting belief that's not true. Right. All right. And yeah. then the next one is there are various phases and stages to the twin relationship including a runner and chaser. I found this interesting because sometimes in a relationship with a soulmate, one pursues and one just backs off. And that keeps, that's a polarity too. And it's sometimes necessary to keep, oh, someone interested or it's a game that some people play. But uh, tell us about that. There really is no such thing as a runner or chaser. Right, right, exactly, because you're one. So right. In the twin flame journey, there's many people who believe you have to go through these stages and these phases of the journey, and one of them is like runner-chaser stage where, you know, your twin flame, like I told you, the, the pull twin flame pulls away, and so it seemingly looks like they're ghosting you and running away from you, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the push twin flame can only focus on them, and, and you know, you get all obsessed with them. Um, but, you know, so on the outside, maybe on the physical level, it could look like that's what's going on, but that's not what's going on at all. You can't, you can't run away from yourself. You can't chase yourself. You know, you are one. So there's no running and chasing going on. And you don't have to go through that. Um, if you know what, if you know about the energy before the two, before the push pull goes into effect, you can work proactively and preemptively to ensure that that doesn't happen. So you don't have to go through this runner chaser phase. You don't have to go through any stages or phases. You know, it's just about well, what level. Well, let's of look at it this way on. also. If a mm-hmm. twin flame is in your life and you're not aware that they are your twin flame, might you benefit in some way from any relationship with them, whether it's a coworker, a relative, a sibling? How might you relate? How might you uh, relate to it in a positive way and benefit, even though they don't become a lover, they don't become, you know, a romantic yeah. partner. Um, just like you would benefit with anyone else. I mean, everyone is showing you something about yourself to learn, right? The whole physical world is is the hologram, and our soul is is orchestrating everything for us, and our soul is magnetizing in every person, thing, situation in our lives. And for the sole purpose of learning, learning more about ourselves through that. Um, that's so, cr- yeah, that's a wonderful answer. Yeah. 
That's exactly <laughs> true. So we don't have to worry who's not in our life. We have to right. just enjoy and align to those that we feel most comfortable with and share and help everybody because that's how we grow and expand in our soul energy, uh, by acceptance, allowing, surrendering to what is and not worrying so much about what is not, right? Just making what is more accessible to everybody. And love and compassion, that's part of our soul also. So how and acceptance. Yes, acceptance. How might mm-hmm. you know your twin flame? How I'm sorry, what was the question? How how, how might you know your twin flame? Oh, well you, you don't you don't know and that's another thing that's that's mis misconstrued. So there's a lot of misinformation out there about the signs that you've met your twin flame. Um, and you know, they all they all explain like all the good parts from the beginning, you know, how like you connect right away, you have like, you know, love at first sight, all that other stuff. Um, but that doesn't always have to happen with twin flames and it can happen with a close resident soulmate as well. So that's not really how you know. How you know really is when um, after the polarities have started manifesting and the pull twin flame starts to pull away because there's three things, there's three signs at that point that tell you that it's a twin flame journey. Um, the first one is the obsessive thoughts. Like I talked about, mm-hmm. um, you're you, you cannot, you can't function. You can't. It drives people crazy. You really think you've you've gone nuts. Like you can't function or focus on anything else, um, just because of that energy. It's just it's it's sole purpose is to focus on the pull twin flame, and it controls your mind. So your mind's constantly doing that, and then that leads to like obsessive like actions that you wouldn't normally probably take, right? Like mm-hmm. talking on social media, talking everyone they know on social media. I mean, it just it drives you. It consumes you. Yeah, so that's, that's a good word. Thing. It consumes you. Yeah, it's all consuming. For yeah, sure. um, but but that that's by design. I mean, it's meant to be that way. So that you're, you know, you you, it's your soul. It's a wake up call, being like, you know, hey, something. Pay attention. Something is is different is going on here. This isn't just like a normal breakup or whatever, right? Um, so there's that, and then there's um, the core wound pain, which I spoke about before. Uh, that you know. The feeling in either your heart, your solar plexus, or your sacral chakra, it can vary by intensity and degree, but um, that's always a sure sign that it's a twin flame journey. Well, and after you broke up with yours, how were you able to uh, get together again? What did you have to do well, in order to make the conditions right for you to manage your polarity, your differences, and come together? Yeah, so... Um, the push twin flame that usually does the work, but it only takes one twin flame to do the work for both because without the push, you don't have the pull. By mm-hmm. definition, polarities, you need two. So, um, yeah, so I had to, I learned through Leora, um, what I, we teach now is um, we learn how to alchemize that fear-based energy. We transmute it, um, the fear that, that is that push energy. Uh, we teach you, we, you know, you, you learn how to feel it, how to identify it, how to see it. And just seeing it and shining a light on it and accepting it, um, it alchemizes it and it transmutes it into love energy, which means that it's like your soul is, is, is absorbing it all. And you're shifting more into alignment with your soul within yourself than you are with fear, which is that of the 3D world. And that's why it's part of the ascension process, because when we reach ascension, we will be 100% in alignment with our soul and we'd be completely fearless interesting okay there are lots of twins being born now might some of them be twin flames and does a twin flame relationship 
always have to be a romantic relationship? Or could it be two people with the same soul here to work on a certain problem and or solution? That's their destiny and life plan and part of why they came into this life. Uh, well, those are good questions. So um, the twins being born as siblings, no. So twin flames are the only closest twin flames like relationship-wise that there that there are that um, so far like I've ever encountered my students or Leor ever encountered are first cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, people in our immediate family are not are not twin flames usually. So, okay. Um, we yeah, that's that's not. Now they're part of the soul family, and your twin flames immediate family is part of your soul family too, right? Because it's all the souls that are part of a soul family that are in the like the yeah, family. But a well. soul family is different than a twin flame. Soul families could be a big right. group of people that have no, right, a similar right, yeah. vibration, not the same vibration, but similar, exactly. and they're here to to be engaged in maybe some similar project. Now, you talk about the Mayans, who were extremely uh, an extremely conscious civilization by today's standards. And, of course, they predicted that this new golden age was going to begin where humans would transition from being mind or ego-driven to soulful. And we're in that transition right now. And you also say uh, that soul recognition between twin flames is very prevalent now because it's part of that journey that the Mayans talked about. So they're called, the soul um, twin flames now are called the first wavers, right? Because they're venturing into little known waters. So this is a very interesting time to be alive (laughs) because there simply haven't been many people who have experienced or recognized their twin flames before this. Now, I want to say most people feel they seek their other half or to know and be known by a beloved and of course that search is part of the search for self and eternal connection to all that is but the soul must be ready to shift from old beliefs or the physical hold of the outside world and go within and that takes a sense of maturity available often after many challenges I want to thank you, El Hari, author of Twin Flames Exposed, for sharing a very clear and well-detailed discussion of what most people believe to be true about Twin Flame soulmates and what in reality is the truth. To learn more and to purchase this book, go to Amazon.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, El Hari has shown listeners that what most people think they know about twin flames isn't true. And by learning the truth, you can clear a path towards beginning the process of magnetizing your twin flame, perhaps back into your life. As Rumi wrote, if you find me not within you, you will never find me, for I have been with you from the beginning of time. As El tells us, the process is recognizing and eliminating all limiting beliefs about twin flames and to become aware that the twin flame journey is a journey of the soul, not the mind, and know that the soul is limitless, infinite, and eternal. Therefore, every twin soul journey is unique and individual. So remain present and just be in the now. 
Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. And ultimately, that is the best way to succeed in all your finest intentions, dreams, and search for your twin flame. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, and a Reiki master teacher and author of a trilogy, including A New Life Awaits. And to learn more about energy, soul spirit, and the metaphysical approaches to understanding duality and our physical and spiritual journey, go to my website, CherylGlick.com, and listen to Leaders in the Field help you answer age-old questions of infinite wisdom to know life is eternal in all its miraculous aspects. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you for listening.